Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker, Banarty Jagdish and Ryan Huang. It's time now for The Bigger Picture. And Singapore banks are in focus today as the markets anticipate their earnings reports at a time when several banks mm. have been making the headlines mm, that's for right. all the wrong reasons, haven't they? They swing into action on an earnings front from next week. You've got DBS on Monday, UOB on Wednesday and the following week OCBC. So you've got in the backdrop rising rates, good for banks, but they've been making headlines for the wrong reasons as well. DBS recently ordered to pay extra regulatory capital of $930 million for its outage last November and OCBC of course for the SMS phishing scam uh, to the tune of $13.7 million. To get a big picture on the earnings front, we've got Tilan Rukamasinghe. He is the regional head of banks and financials research for Maybank Securities. Morning Tilan, how are you doing today? Morning, Ryan. Great to be back on the show. Yeah, I'm glad to have you back on, Dylan. Let's talk about your expectations. Uh, if you look at the earnings, you've got, despite Omicron, by and large, it seems like the worst of COVID is over when it comes to the impact on banks. In fact, in the third quarter results, many of the banks flagged the prospects of recovery. So how is the upcoming quarter going to compare to the recent quarter? Absolutely. So, I mean, if you look at the third quarter, we did see uh, some, on a, at the operating level, uh, some weakness from low interest rates, flattish non-interest income and higher expenses, but they still delivered very strong net profit. I think when we go into the fourth quarter, what we will actually see is a stronger operating mm. profit coming through from higher NIMS, better loans, and also better trajectory in terms of uh, non-interest income, particularly as uh, from credit card transaction fees. We'll also start to see allowances continuing to fall as well. The biggest wild card, though, for me this quarter will be cost, particularly staff costs, given the sort mm. of high, tight labor situations in Singapore. Yeah, staff costs will be one to watch out for on the expenses. And if we look at the economic backdrop, what type of year are we heading into? Is it going to be a strong recovery on the loans front? I think so. I mean, if you look at even 2021, I think the banks will close off the year with about 8% loan growth. But the loan growth in 2021 was fairly narrow. Uh, largely, it was trading, trade-related loans, uh, all chasing after a few large customers. I think in 2022, it'll be a lot more broader-based. We are looking at more SMEs uh, coming in to borrow, mm. more mortgages and so on as well. And I think we'll also see a pickup in terms of regional loans as well, given the sort of regional recoveries that we're seeing. And you pointed out we are getting possibly higher NIMS off the back of um, fat rate hikes. Uh, what is going to be the scope though for dividends being paid out if you look at possibly more profits from banks? And in the backdrop, we've got actually possibly higher compliance costs. You've got banks in the news for the wrong reasons recently. Absolutely. I think NIMS will definitely be higher. I think it'll, it'll depend on where interest rates finally land. I think it's still too early to say, but I think we are probably in the, be- the best NIM environment since the GFC. Mm. The dividend restrictions that the banks were under during the pandemic, they're all over. They've all reverted back to their regular dividend policies. But having said that, I don't think they will be hiking dividends in fourth quarter. COVID is not over. Mm. Uh, business and bank visibility is as good as the next uh, variant, really. And as you say, we've, we've seen the tech disruptions and the MAS coming in uh, with additional capital requirements of banks like DBS. So I think the banks will be looking to keep some 
additional capital buffers as we go into 2022. Uh, so I think they'll be looking for keep, to keep some dry powder. Mm. But even then, they will close off 2021 dividend cycle with a dividend yield around 3.7%, which is pretty good. Yeah, talking about using or keeping dry powder, do you expect them to use any of it this year, especially on the M&A front? We've seen DBS and UOB both snapping up assets from City across the region, um, particularly from OCBC. Are you looking at anything from them in the um, M&A front? What's interesting is that, you know, if you look at DBS and if you look at UOB, they've all been keeping to their lanes in terms of, you know, doing M&A in the areas that they have said they want to grow in. And as you say, OCBC has uh, one of the highest CT1 ratios, around 15.5%. And what they have stated is their key growth area is the Greater Bay uh, region in China. Mm. So that's probably an area to watch out for as you go forward. All right, then just to wrap things up, uh, we've seen banks actually enjoying quite a good year when it comes to share prices. And I believe bank shares are trading near record highs right now. Year-to-date, DBS is up 11%. OCBC year-to-date up 14%. UOB year-to-date up 20%. So it looks like quite a bit of good news has been priced in. Is it too late to jump on a bandwagon? How attractive are these valuations to you right now, Dylan? Yeah, on an absolute basis, they look high. But if you actually look at it from a price-to-book basis, they're actually not particularly stretched. DBS is about 1.5 times 2022 price-to-book. UOB, OCDC, 1.2, 1.1 times. Uh, and if you look at the past cycles, uh, the sector has traded all the way up to 1.5 or even higher. And I think we are heading into uh, a growth cycle. So I think, you know, there is still quite a bit of uh, potential positive news out there. And also, I think they remain attractive from a dividend yield point of view as well. All right. Out of the three, which would be your favorite pick? Uh, we like UOB, uh, particularly from the regional reopening, but we like all three banks. All right. Then Rico Messinger, he is the regional head of banks and financial research for Maybank Security. Philan, thank you as always, and we'll catch up again with you soon. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.